Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that lets you on the inside of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Join us live Tuesday nights at 7 Pacific or by podcast anytime throughout the academic year. Listen live at blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider or by podcast each week over iTunes or at our conference website, GNACsports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Young and Evan O'Kelly. Greetings and welcome to GNAC Insider. We're very happy to have you with us on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. If you're joining us live or whether you join us over the uh, podcast later on during the week. Either way, we're glad you make it a habit to join us on GNAC Insider, where we give you the very latest of what's going on in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. You know, you can always go to GNACsports.com during the week. You got your fix. Got to get your fix of GNAC Sports. We're one way to get it once a week. We're here on Tuesday nights. My name is Kevin Young, and joining me is Evan O'Kelly. Evan, how are you tonight? I'm doing really well, Kevin. Uh, excited to be here. Big week in GNAC this week, so looking forward to the show. Yeah, me too. Hey, thanks for all the work you do. Evan, uh, I'm going to let him go back to work behind the scenes. Uh, uh, Evan does so much work preparing me for the show and lining up a great guest list, and we have a great guest list tonight. Starting out with Keith Hackett, who is the newly named athletic director of Alaska Anchorage. We're going to find out what he's got in store for that athletic program coming in here from Nevada, Reno. We're going to have Doug English join us. He's had a terrific first tournament for the uh, volleyball team of Northwest Nazarene in his first year as head coach of that program. And then speaking in somebody of their of somebody in their first year, Kelly Bannerman coming in as a freshman of St. Martin's uh, women's soccer team, became the GNAC Offensive Player of the Week by scoring a hat trick. How's that? Not too bad. So we get a lot of exciting stuff, updates from around the conference, good things happening all around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, and we're very glad you've joined us. Now, you can always join us another way, too, if you wish. You can always join us by calling up and talking to one of our guests. This is I guess the era of Internet live radio, and that's really what we're doing here on this program, it gives you a chance to participate in the show. You can participate in the show using Twitter if you'd like. You can uh, participate in the show on Facebook by uh, going to the GNAC uh, page on either one of those sites and chime in with your opinions about what it is, perhaps questions for a guest. Or you can call us, and I'm going to give you that telephone number here, and you might want to just jot it down and keep it handy, and then you can always speak directly live to one of our guests on the show, be it an athlete, be it an administrator, a coach, gives you a chance to really get piped in and have answered the questions that you want answered in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. So that telephone number is 347-855-8426. Three four seven eight five five eight four two six gives you the opportunity to visit with one of our guests. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome our first guest of the evening. I'm very pleased to have with us the newly named athletic director, soon to be introduced to the media in Anchorage, Mr. Keith Hackett. To Mr. Hackett, thanks for being with us tonight. Oh, it's my pleasure, Reverend. Great to be on the show tonight. It's great to have you here. Now, I understand you're actually in uh, Anchorage tonight. Is that right? 
Yes, we uh, we arrived about five five fifteen this afternoon. My wife Pat and I, and the first order of business was went over and met with the uh, Kendall Hockey Classic Committee to say hello to them. And this is my uh, I didn't get off the plane, wasn't here very long before I had my first public uh, meeting with folks. It must be a very exciting time for you. Oh, certainly. I tell you, we are just so excited to have this opportunity to be at the University of Alaska at Anchorage. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a fulfillment of a, of, a, of a long, long goal for me to serve as an athletic director at a terrific institution. And we couldn't be happier to be part of the uh, Seawolves family. Now, what, what attracted you to this job at UAA? Well, that's a great question, and I'd have to start with uh, my first contact with Bob Bodine. Eastman and Bodine were the, was the search firm that did this search, and, you know, Bob was so enthused about his experience here in, in, in our Anchorage when he came to visit and talk about the possibility of doing the search for them. And, you know, I, again, I, I put a lot of faith in people that have become our, our advisors and, and mentors for me, and when he, when Bob called me about this opportunity to, for the candidacy, I, I was excited about the opportunity for a couple of reasons. Number one, I want to have a chance to lead my own program, and this seems like a, a program that has had excellent, excellent success in, in many of their sport teams. Uh, so I did my homework, homework as well, and, you know, Evan, when, when we moved to Nevada in 2004, we had never been to the state of Nevada except for maybe one, one or two nights in Las Vegas and really knew nothing about the University of Nevada at Reno, and we feel the same way about the University, uh, University of Alaska in Anchorage. It, I am so impressed just in this first hour with what I see here in town, the people I have met. Uh, I guess they have to be nice to me for the first couple of days, <laughs> but... Uh, no, it's it's been a. I, I was thoroughly. I wouldn't have gotten involved if I didn't think it was a great fit for for my wife and I and our family. So we're excited to be here. I understand your role at the University of Nevada Reno was a pretty substantial role. And and the other thing that I sort of understand about you, one of the things that that people say is that you're very well rounded in your skills. Well, yeah, I think that that's that's very very accurate. Uh, you know, in my role at Nevada, I, I oversaw our three largest sports, uh, football, of course, uh, men, uh, baseball and women's cross country and track, over 200 of our 415 athletes. And that was the, I, I oversaw the entire operation, all the different areas that go into having successful programs. I uh, served uh, as the, the senior associate for internal projects and that included day-to-day operations, all of our capital projects. I also served on numerous university committees and, and you know, served on the Nevada Faculty Senate the last three years. And then I had some had some responsibilities with donors and and uh, worked with in different projects, donor solicitations. Really worked more with some of our signature donors, our top 25 or 30 or 40 donors that. Besides having my internal responsibilities and sport team responsibilities, I, it was it was great for me to be able to interact with men and women that were going to help us with our with our financial goals as well. Well, I know that you've got an exciting arena being built uh, at your school. Tell us about that. Say say that again, please. Uh, I'd like to have you describe the activity around the new basketball arena that's going up. 
Oh, I think it's it's fantastic, and and what I've seen, I, I'm going to go over and have a a, a a tour of the building tomorrow. But just from what I've seen, it is just an unbelievable facility. The the fact that our teams are going to have a chance to play in what I believe will be the best Division II basketball facility in America when we're when it's completed and we get possession of it in mid in, in mid July next year. It is going to be an awesome opportunity for us and for our student-athletes. It's also going to be a great showcase for the Great Alaska Shootout, too, and, and so many of the different things that we're going to do. I uh, have been so impressed with the information I've gotten, the flyover, the the, the, the the digital views that I've gotten of the facility, and I get on the website about every morning and watch the day-to-day construction, see what the progress is like. So it is going to be a game-changer for the University of Alaska at Anchorage, and I think our coaches are excited. I know our coaches are excited about it, as our student-athletes are. But uh, we can't wait to have people, invite people in to play contests there. It's going to be a great, great thing for our campus and for our community, for sure. I would assume that you come into an athletic program with different sports at different levels of evolution. Cross-country, obviously, is having great success now. Tell me about what your goals are now as you look sport by sport at the athletic department. Well, great question, and I think as we look at the, at the individual sport teams, first and foremost, we want every one of our student athletes to have an excellent experience. And again, one of the, one of the primary tenets of, of my role here is going to be safety, health, and well-being of student athletes. We're going to look at what each program needs to continue to sustain their success, their level of success. And uh, you know, some programs probably need a little bit more than others, but you know, it's going to take a while for me to sit down. I'm going to, I'm going to start meeting with the coaches tomorrow, uh, going to a couple of events in the next three or four days. But it's just going to be a process of evaluating how we can help each of our coaches and, more importantly, our student-athletes to continue with that very, very high level of competitive success. And that's, you know, again, it's whether it's Division two or Division one in those different sports, every one of our student-athletes I know has a passion to succeed in what they're going to do. And the coaches, regardless of their of Division two or Division one status, have that same level of passion and enthusiasm. My role is going to be to do what I can to help them to continue to be successful. I know it's been a busy whirlwind day for you. I sure appreciate your taking time to be with us. Uh, Mr. Keith Hackett, newly named Athletic Director of Alaska Anchorage, thanks so much for being with us. Oh, my pleasure, and I look forward to uh, doing this over the over the next several years. So anytime, happy to be on the show. I sure appreciate that very much. Keith Hackett, uh, great times, exciting times ahead, I have no doubt, at Alaska Anchorage, and very kind of him to take the time to be with us here on this big travel day. Now it's time to take a quick trip around the GNAC. In Bellingham, Washington, Western Washington announced it will soon begin a national search to find a new director of athletics. Western has retained an executive search firm to assist in identifying candidates to replace Linda Goodrich, who retired in May. Bruce Larson, Western's faculty athletics representative, will chair the search committee. Let's take a look at some of the ranking updates from across the conference. The Western Washington women's soccer team cracked the top five in the latest national poll as the Vikings moved from number eight to number four. In Burnaby, British Columbia, the Simon Fraser men's soccer team has been picked as the number one team in this week's national poll released earlier today. 
Moving to cross-country, Alaska Anchorage is ranked number two in the first regional rankings of the season. Western Washington checked in at sixth, Montana State Billings at ninth, and Western Oregon at tenth. In the volleyball top 25 this week, Western Washington dropped one place from number 12 to number 13, while Central Washington fell from number 22 to number 24. Read up on all the Red Lion Athletes of the Week every week at GNACSports.com. Fall is in the air, and you know what that means. Fall and winter sports. With more than 40 hotels throughout the West, why not take a road trip with Red Lion Hotels and follow your favorite team? With plush pillow top beds, free Wi-Fi, restaurants and lounges, we want you to stay comfortable. Visit RedLion.com for the lowest rate guaranteed. Red Lion Hotels are proud supporters of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hit the road with us. Red Lion Hotels. There's always a Red Lion nearby. And there are Red Lions around the conference. When you go to check out athletics around the uh, great GNAC, look around. You're going to find a Red Lion uh, near almost every every location. Hey, speaking of uh, the GNAC, we've got a new first-year uh, volleyball coach coming into the conference. Doug English is about to join us, uh, Northwest Nazarene University. And his school has been named the GNAC, his volleyball team, GNAC Team of the Week. NNU won three straight matches all of them three to zero sweeps in a tournament in California, losing the first match, then coming back and getting hot. And I mean hot and a great week for Doug English. Uh, Doug, thanks so much for being with us. You're welcome. Glad to be here. So that must have been pretty exciting for you. Tell me about how that week was in California. Yeah, the weekend went down there. I think I thought we were going to for sure did two matches, and then we had two matches that we were going to go either way. And starting off, we lost a really tough and close game to Azusa Pacific, and then uh, the girls kind of rallied and limited some errors, and we rolled and had three really, really good matches, ending with probably the best match we played all year against Cal State LA. That must have been exciting. Now, all three of them sweeps. Tell me, you know, were they closer than, than I would guess just by that? Um, no, actually. The first two matches against kind of Humboldt and Holy Names, we played pretty well, and the scores and the match kind of felt relatively easy. And then Cal State LA, we knew, was a really good team going into it, and uh, they didn't maybe play as well the first two sets, and we played phenomenal the first two sets. And then <laughs> the last game went 31-33, and it was just, I mean, it was a battle wow. the time in the last set. Yeah, it was, oh, it was that- great. I mean, we played really well. That must have been so exciting for you and your team to win a match like that uh, at coming down 33-31 at the end. Great experience, I would think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's like that's the third set that's gone into 30 points for us this year, and we lost the other two. So to be able to kind of have some resilience and learn from the other two times that we had lost, like 31-33 or 31-29, whatever it was, including – the day before against the East Pacific, it was nice that we were able to execute with some pressure at the end. Oh, that's really cool. Tell me about the Terpster sisters. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the blessings that I got walking into this program as we had um, Michelle had been here for a couple of years, and then Andy decided to join her last year. This is her first season of eligibility, and they're both, I mean, wonderful kids and moms from Idaho, and their parents live up here now, and they're both, I mean, super competitive and super athletic. And when you have a setter in a middle, you kind of need an unspoken connection a little bit. And being sisters, they definitely have that. And it was on show this weekend. 
that's really cool to have two sisters working together like that who know each other so well, huh? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and they've they their both main goal is just they just want to win and they want to get better at volleyball. And so just have two kids like that and two of your better kids like that on your team, kind of with that attitude, it's uh, it's great. One of the things that I understand recommends you as a volleyball coach is your recruiting skill. Now, you're coming in here in your first year trying to build a platform from which to recruit, but it sounds like things are off to a pretty good start. Things are off to a great start. Like, I think one of the reasons, I mean, leaving the University of Delaware, I was in a great situation there and worked for a wonderful head coach in Bonnie Kinney, and um, it had to be a great situation to kind of leave that and when I came out for my interview and met the girls and talked to them and like there's a lot of talent here and it was just a matter of kind of teaching them how to play volleyball, how I want them to play volleyball and less about kind of worrying about how to like recruit and getting people in because the cupboard was already kind of full. Um, and so like we're doing it with the people that were here and like I said, Andy Terpster wasn't, she was in the program last year, but she wasn't able to play because of transfer rules. And so having her able to play, I mean, she's a, I mean, she's, she's really, really good. And so that, I mean, just having her eligible makes a huge difference. Let me give you a chance to talk about some of your other players. So tell us about some of the other talent uh, that you have. Yeah, we have, um, I mean, probably the kid with the most potential on our team to be really good is we have a sophomore outside hitter from Montana. Her name's Elena Rice. I mean, she's a six-one outside hitter who can play middle in high school, and now she's come and she started last year playing a little bit outside hitter. We put tried to make her a much better passer and defender this year, and she's doing a great job, and she's able to play all the way around. And it's just a matter of her just getting used to playing outside. But I mean, she's doing really well for us right now. Maybe even second on the team in kills, and I mean, just light years ahead of where she was in the spring. So that's been really fun to see. And then. Uh, we have a girl on the right side, her name's Taylor Van Bailey, who kind of, when she's playing really well, our team's really tough to beat because it makes our offense so spread out and diverse from pen to pen. And she's from Washington, and she also throws on the track team, and this uh, lefty kid who's a big, strong arm, and I mean, she's great. And then other kids, we have Katie Taholsky, who's um, just a solid outside hitter who doesn't make errors and passes nails, and you put all them together. We're, I said I'm really happy with where we are right now for two weeks to play. Sounds pretty solid. Now you head into conference play. Tell me about what your thoughts are and your goals this season. Uh, the goals this season, like one, I mean, one of the things that's really nice about our team is we have no seniors right now. So the goal this season is just to get everybody on the same page and play as good a volleyball as we possibly can and see where that can take us. Um, and heading into conference, like I know Western Washington and Central Washington are nationally ranked and really good teams. And I know Western Oregon's been really good in the past and. St. Martin's is kind of going through the same thing that we're going through um, right now as far as new coaching and new things like that. So I think goals are just we're just going to go and try and improve every day and be as good as we can and see what happens at the end of the year and what position we're going to be in. How does it feel to be named Team of the Week in the GNAC? Yeah, it's great. It's really surprising um, because I kind of figured we'd have to go undefeated to be Team of the Week. But uh, <laughs> winning four games or winning three games was a was a good weekend, and it's just I mean it just really helps reinforce everything that we're trying to do. So not only were we team of the week, but Andy Terpstra was named offensive player in the week, and I mean it, it just kind of really helped everybody kind of buy in and 
stay hungry and keep working at practice and keep getting better because, I mean, it doesn't really matter if we're team of the week in the second week of the season. We want to be, you know, team of the week at the end of the season. So, there yeah, you go. it's been great. So. You, you've had a great start. Hey, Coach, thanks so much for being with us tonight, and good luck in conference play. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, thanks so much. Doug English, the volleyball coach at Northwest Nazarene University and uh, the GNAC Team of the Week. Now we take a look at some of the upcoming contests this week in the GNAC. Conference play gets going in men's soccer with eight matches this weekend. Top-ranked Simon Fraser hits the road to take on Montana State Billings and Northwest Nazarene as the clan looks to preserve its perfect 4-0 record. Seattle Pacific, which has won two straight games in shutout fashion, takes on South Dakota Mines and the University of Mary. In women's soccer, number four Western Washington is set to take on Northwest Nazarene and Montana State Billings, two programs coming off their first wins of the season. Seattle Pacific has allowed just one goal this season and has won three straight matches as it hosts Western Oregon on Thursday and travels to St. Martin's on Saturday. Conference volleyball gets started Thursday for nine GNAC schools with matches in Alaska, Oregon, and Washington. GNAC football continues this weekend with three conference matchups. Central Washington hosts as Simon Fraser heads to town, Dixie State travels to Western Oregon, and Humboldt State takes on homestanding Azusa Pacific. The Eric Anderson cross-country meet this week sets the stage for the upcoming regional and national meets that will be hosted by the GNAC. Runners from five conference schools will participate in the meet on Saturday in Spokane. Thanks so much for being with us tonight on GNAC Insider. This is your chance to tune in live, and that means having a chance, if you'd like, to participate in the conversation. If not, then we'll just be your place to kind of keep tuned in on what's going on with the GNAC. And, you know, the nice thing about this is if you can't listen live on uh, Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock, and, and the website, by the way, is www.blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider. Um, and I, I should double-check that. I'm, I'm quite sure that's what it is, but I, I should double-check that uh, before we get off the air. Uh, and maybe, Evan, if you don't mind, just send me a note. Make sure I got the, the uh, web address of that correct. Uh, but before we go off tonight, we have uh, a young lady, a uh, young student-athlete joining us who is a freshman soccer player at St. Mary's uh, University, St. Martin's University, I'm sorry, and has had a tremendous uh First, I mean, here she is coming in as a freshman and already scored a hat trick in last week's SMU 4-1 to victory over Holy Names. Joining us is Kelly Bannerman. Kelly, thanks very much for being our guest. Hi. Thank you very much for having me. Well, that must have been a heck of an experience. Now, tell me a little bit about the three goals that you scored. Um, let's see. Okay, the first one was it was a header into um, our off of Ashley Richardson. She headed it up in the air, and I just kind of finished it really quick. And the second one was um, their defensive line passed it back, and I kind of just went in and intercepted it and tapped it <laughs> in. And then the third one was an assist from um, one of our back players and shot it in the upper V left-hand side of the field. <laughs> had you ever had a hat trick before in high school? Um. Yes, I have. 
Okay. Well, that must still got to be really, really exciting for you. So yes, it was very exciting. And you guys now went on the road. What, how how is the chemistry on the team now and the confidence uh, after such a nice victory? Um, I definitely think it gave us a nice boost for our season. Kind of going into it, we have Central on Thursday and uh, SP on Saturday, and it kind of just gave us a nice confidence booster going into those games, and you know realizing that we can take these games seriously and score and come out with a win off top, and especially on the road, that was awesome for us. So. And yeah. this is really, as you go into conference play, this is where the, the, the going gets a little rougher, I would guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, I assume so. This is my obviously my first year, and so this is all new to me. And, you know, so far it's going great, and I'm loving it, and I hope this season, you know, only goes up from here. Tell me a little bit about uh, Coach Rob Walker. I mean, as I understand it, he's pretty much built the men's and women's soccer programs at St. Martin's. Uh what kind of an influence, you know, uh, has he already been for you? Oh, Rob's been awesome. <laughs> um, definitely, you know, I came into this, and I only met him a couple times and, you know, heard about him. And I came into this pretty much open-minded and everything, and he has been a huge impact already, you know, on my soccer career so far and very supportive and very encouraging and, you know, getting really the best out of all players that you possibly can. You kind of skipped skipped by a couple of uh, GNAC schools. You're from Ferndale, as I understand, Ferndale, Washington, pretty close to uh, Western Washington in Bellingham, and, and uh, come down to Lacey to play for the Saints. So I guess Coach Walker had some success in, in recruiting you. Yeah, he did. I fell in love with the school. Um, I really, yeah, he did a great job. That's really cool. So now you've got uh, nine freshmen, as I understand it, coming into the program. It looks like this could be, you know, a real good building year for years to come for the Saints. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, we have a huge, obviously a big freshman group, and I think we all um, are going to give our, you know, two cents to the team, and we have a lot of talent to bring to it, and we have a huge group of juniors too. And so this year is a really big building year on how to, you know, combine both these groups of players. And so far, I mean, we're figuring it out, and it's coming together. When you've got a year like this, I mean, you've been athletics, uh, I'm sure, much of your life, and you've got a year with, you know, that looks really like a building year. How, how do you approach the season? I know you, you know, you like you said, you got some confidence having a nice road victory, uh, four nothing uh, over Holy Names. But now, you know, you're looking at a season that that goes into conference play, tough competition. How do you retain that confidence, and what kind of goals uh, does the team have for this year? I think um, our main goals for the season are really to use each, find ways to use each other. And, you know, like I said, for the building season, it's going to take a lot of um, communication throughout our two groups of really strong, you know, juniors and freshmen and learning how to play with each other. And I think scoring is going to be a huge thing for us. And, Getting, you know, goals in the back of the net is going to be a big deal. And if we can get that done, I really think that it will take us pretty far in the season. And we have a goal to be in the final four, and I'm, I have high hopes that we'll do that. So I'm excited. Well, it's all about being opportunistic when you talk about putting balls in the net. And it sounds like you were pretty opportunistic uh, last weekend. So I wish you more success. Uh, thanks, thanks very much for being with us, Kelly. Yes, thank you so much for having me. 
Okay, and that has been Kelly Bannerman, and what a charming young lady she is. And uh, we wish the very best of success to the Saints as they look forward to their conference schedule this week. I want to thank all of our guests. I want to thank you for being with us for this issue of GNAC Insider. We've had a, a, a great show, and, and uh, thank you, uh, Evan, for I'm going to bring Evan back on here live here for a second, and I think I did actually give the uh, web address correctly. People want to listen live, Evan. It is uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Insider, right? That's right, Kevin, and uh, this show will be available as a podcast here shortly after the conclusion of the broadcast. You can find all of our shows, uh, our previous shows, on the GNAC website. And that's great, and then people can subscribe with iTunes as well and listen to it like I'm one of those guys who's got my phone with me all the time. I think a lot of people are, and they may not realize how easy it is for folks to subscribe over iTunes and then listen to it, you know, whatever you're doing, driving in the car or walking the dog or whatever. That's right. You can just uh, search on iTunes for GNAC Insider, or you can find the link to the iTunes podcast via our website as well. And you and uh, Dave, the commissioner, uh, all you guys, Bob, in the front office, do a great job on the website. It's uh, Anybody who's not been to the website, com. you got to go there. It becomes habit-forming because there's so much great information updated all the time. Evan, hey, thanks so much. We'll catch you next week. All right, Kevin. Thanks for a great show. Hey, thank you. And that, of course, is Evan O'Kelly, who's done a tremendous job this week, as he does every week, setting everything up for us and making things easy for us. But we hope you've enjoyed the show. And we hope you'll join us next Tuesday night, 7.30. We'll bring you up to date on everything going on in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. So until next week, good night. Thank you for joining us on GNAC Insider, the weekly update on the student-athletes, coaches, and events of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific at blogtalkradio.com slash Insider, or listen at your convenience throughout the week at GNACsports.com or subscribe to the podcast over iTunes. GNAC Insider is a production of Soundbrook, creating revenue streams with digital audio. 